Hello and welcome to the Self-Help Songwriter Podcast, a place for self-healers and music lovers, and of course, songwriters. I'm Hannah Francis, a singer-songwriter who is obsessed with self-help, and I use songwriting as my primary self-help tool. I am certain that the answers to life's big questions lie within each of us, and on this podcast, we search for these answers by analyzing songs and songwriting and self-help and where the two intersect. And today we have a very special solo episode for you today. I was really called to share this message about being your own friend and the importance of being your own friend in life and in songwriting. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I really hope that you get a lot out of this. I'm sure you will. Make sure to check out last week's episode with Vienda Maria. That will blow your mind if you haven't already checked that out. I've gotten such great feedback about that episode. You guys are loving it. So thank you so much for that. And as always, we really appreciate five stars wherever you listen to us and send it to a friend who you think might get something out of it. Um, Yeah. And of course, if you want to work with me, check out my website, selfhelpsongwriter.com. Links are where you would assume them to be in the description. So let's get started. Being your own friend, the importance of being your own friend. So here's the thing, guys. We often hear people say, be kind to yourself or, you know, the importance of self-care. But like, what does that actually mean? to take care of yourself and to be kind to yourself. So today I really wanted to explore the theme of being your own friend, both in your personal life and in your creative pursuits, because I think it's incredibly important. And I think I'm going to put a lot of nuance, pull out some nuances that you're really going to appreciate as usual. So here we go. So number one, the reason why I... Well, first of all, this came up and has come up in therapy, this theme for me personally. So it's something that I've been thinking about anyway. And then I've noticed a lot of people um, making statements or being in a certain situation that I think would maybe, maybe other people would benefit from this perspective. So here's the thing with songwriting, and we're going to bring it all together at the end. It's all going to make sense, but we're going to take it in little bits. All right. We're going to start with songwriting. And so with songwriting, I always say, I forget if this is, this is, must be some kind of quote. I think someone also says that, but to start with what's true, I'm sure that's a quote. Oh, anyway, if I find that, I'll put it in the description. Um, but just to start with what's true when you're songwriting, that's the best place to start. That's the first, that's the seed that will grow into a song is the truth. And when you are your own friend, you are living in your truth. So that's where the, that's where this all comes together. So we oftentimes learn in childhood how to give up our own perceptions and how to kind of externalize our reality, how to externalize our truth, mainly for our parents or whoever was around who was supposed to love us. 
And we, you know, we don't want to be a bother. We want to, we need to coexist in the same world as the people who are supposed to take care of us. And if those people aren't very stable or if those people have created their own mental world based on projections and trauma and shame in their own experiences, bless them. They're doing their best, but they, we all often get the wrong idea about a lot of things and then make decisions and then act on them. So anyway, especially folks in my generation, the millennials, our parents are, you know, the boomers and they were raised by oftentimes people who were war veterans and people who did not process the experience of being at war and seeing their friends die and maybe killing people and things like that. Like that's real. And those genes are in us now through epigenetics. You guys, I don't know if you know about there's, oh, I'm going to, I should really keep track of these things, but there's a, there's a study where, where these rats smelled something at the same time they got pain and then their grand rat babies got, were afraid every time they smelled that they could, they were measuring the response, um, in their brains before and after. So we have inherited, um, the fears and the thoughts of our grandparents anyway. And that's even if we haven't met them, that's just like genetics. That's, oh, isn't that weird? Anyway. So, you know, it's not our fault. That's what I'm saying, but it is our responsibility. And the more aware we are, the more we might notice a separation between who we want to be and who we are. And it's so important to not be hard on yourself about that. So that's just a little a side note there. So being your own friend to me means you are differentiating yourself from the people who in your environment, being true to yourself is really awkward because of that, because it does mean that you are acknowledging your separateness to a certain degree and acknowledging your separateness is painful. Um, and the thing is we are only separate. We are separate and we are all one, right? So it's always this paradox. <laughs> I love paradoxes. Ah, listen to last week's episode where we were ooh, spiraling away in paradoxes. It was lovely. Um, but that's the paradox, right? Is that we are separate. No one can really know our experience ever. Nobody. It's impossible. We can barely put words to it. We can barely conceive of our own experience. And yet we know exactly what everyone else is going through. Also on some level, there is a level of where we are completely the same. So anyway, this paradox, we're, we're focusing on the separateness though, because I think that especially when we are growing up, we get in so enmeshed, especially if we are, well, anyway, a lot of us just get enmeshed. It's very normal. We're babies. Hello. So this enmeshment turns into confusion and we lose ourselves to the people around us and their identity. We become a walking lie. Uh, we let the people around us cast us in roles they decide we belong in based on their own projections, shame, and trauma. So that's not great. And when, when we get stuck in this, 
tying it back to songwriting, our songs become bullshit. They are, uh, they just don't feel, they will not hit your heart. They will not sink deep into your bones. It's just so meaningless. Um, it will not have the frequency of truth behind it. That's a potent energy. And you need that. I think to have a good song, I'm, you can't convince me otherwise. You need to have some level of complete self-acceptance and truth. And that's the appealing and the terrifying thing about writing songs is because you have to be brave and you have to be willing to discover the dark parts of yourself and really look at them and not be ashamed of them and think that they're interesting. You look at yourself like a scientist anyway. There's a guy, oh, there's a guy on TikTok that's like, he says like, or sneaky little scientist or something like that. And I'm like, I love that. He has these awesome rants about um, creativity. Oh, I forget his name. Blonde hair, very California vibe. Um, love it. Anyway, so just really be a scientist about yourself when you're writing songs or if you're doing when you're living life, okay? This is all applicable. That's why self-help songwriter, that's why there are levels to everything. Everything applies to songwriting and life, okay? Y'all, if you've been here, you know this. Okay. Songwriting, you have to live in your truth. You have to defend what that is to you. You have to be your own friend, That's the only way to write songs that are not stupid. (laughs) Okay. Um, So now I want to give you some tips about being your own friend. Number one, practice self-compassion. I say all the time, this is one of my favorite things to say to my clients. Um, I do also joy coaching. If you don't, if you're not into songwriting, I also do like just life coaching basically. And I always say, this is my rule that I have for myself that I love to give to other people. Instant self-forgiveness. That's my number one rule. Oh, want to be mad at myself? Nope. The superseding rule is instant self-forgiveness. So it's, you don't want to break the rules, do you? Mm -mm. So you have to forgive yourself instantly, all the time, instantly. It's just, you know this, right? Like you understand why it's just, if you don't forgive yourself, then you're just going to be stuck forever. There's, you can't hold yourself hostage. My gosh, that's just not helpful at all. Not helpful at all. Same with other people, by the way. Compassion goes in both directions. If there is compassion for yourself, you often will extend that out and vice versa. So if people are being hard on you, they're being hard on themselves. And if you're being hard on yourself, you might be being a little hard on other people too. That's just, that's on that. You have to be, you know, willing to be triggered if you're going to listen to me on this podcast. Anything that says self-help, come on. You're interested. You're into it. Got you. Love you. All right. My second tip for being your own friend is to celebrate yourself. Celebrate every little achievement, everything you do well. At least if you're not going to buy something or do something, at least take a second, put your hands on your heart smile and just be like, I did this shit. I did that. If no, cause nobody else will see exactly all of the effort that you put into your life. Nobody, 
Nobody else sees that. You're just out here in your life just being such a little cutie and nobody knows it. You need to give yourself the credit. Nobody else can fully give you the credit that you deserve. They cannot. They cannot. It's impossible to see all that you're doing. But but you, if you can see it, that will feel very nice and that will be very good and that will really help you with your relationships with other people too. You will not feel as bitter that they don't see it because you see it. You see it, and then you can help them see whatever you want. Anyway, number three, so important, very basic, take care of yourself. I think we we forget about this all the time, especially creative artist types. We're just like so heady and just like daydreaming and you know, maybe some impulse control issues. (laughs) We need to really take care of ourselves. It's so important. You are a complicated plant. You need water. You need sunshine. You need people to be nice to you. You need nourishment. It's so important. Make sure to get outside, eat, sleep, drink water, all that shit. It's so important. If you don't feel good, that's probably why. That might be why. If you don't check all those boxes, you cannot complain about your mental health. You know? Or no, you I mean you can. You for sure you can. Of course you can. You can always complain. I, I love complaining. That's fine. But you know, you might that might be reason. You know, you may, maybe not don't be confused is what I'm saying. You can complain, but let's just not be confused. It's pretty clear if you're not drinking enough water that you are probably going to have a lot of headaches and no energy and be kind of cranky and feel awful. Any of those categories. So make sure you're doing that. If you need to set an alarm every hour to drink water, if you need to set an alarm just in the mid afternoon when you know you hit that slump just to go outside. Okay. So that's a tip. Please do that. One of these right now, set an alarm for one thing to take care of yourself at some point and have it repeat every single day. And then you'll build a habit. You can get rid of the alarm after a couple weeks or whenever you're used to it. All right. And then, okay, my last tip for being your own friend is to embrace imperfection. I talk about this all the time. This is like my favorite thing also in my sessions with folks cringe, be proud. If you're cringing and if you're embarrassed of yourself, that is amazing. Then you have no regrets. Do you remember never trying something and you could have tried and then now you'll never know. And it's just like, ouch, never feel like that again. Only embarrass yourself as much as you can because every single embarrassment, you you know what I'm saying? Every single embarrassment, every single cringe moment is you are conf- you are really at the edge of life itself. You are really confronting your own spirit. You are really like expanding your spirit and especially if you want to perform, you really have to get you really have to do this. You really have to do this. You don't okay, you don't have to do this obviously, but you have to do this if you want to be a performer who is like channeling from the divine, who's channeling your higher self. You have to be pushing that limit. You have to break through that cringe thing. You have to just be able to completely break your heart wide open in front of people and 
not be afraid to stumble. And you know what the difference is there? Because you are your own friend, you attract people who are your friend too. You attract way more friends when you are your own friend, like true friends. So you really don't ever need to be embarrassed because everyone around you just is thinks it's so cool that you're doing stuff. They would never poo-poo you ever. Like, what? Who who is so sad that they're doing that? That's so weird. And I'm so sorry. If you're like, that's embarrassing. It's really not. You're embarrassing. <laughs> like you're embarrassed. So that's your experience. <laughs> like you don't need to absorb anyone else's experience. You decide what this means. You decide what's important to you and then you do it and you be proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I will celebrate you. DM me if any of this inspired you. Write me a message. Write me a message. Screenshot this episode. Tag me with what you're going to do to be your own friend. What resonated the most? Let me know. This is such an important conversation. I hope that this inspired you and brought your awareness um, to all these little different facets and how I just... I just cannot stop talking about like self-help and songwriting. God damn, like forever. They intersect forever and I will never stop talking about it. And thank you so much for being here and being a part of the conversation. I love it so much. I appreciate you beyond words. That's what music is for. And you know where to find me to say hello. And until next week, oh my gosh, next week I have an incredible episode. I'm just so pumped. I have so many great episodes actually coming out for you that you are going to just mm, just absorb and eat up. Gobble, 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 gobble. Anyway, gobble up. You get it. Love you so much. I appreciate you. And I hope that until next time, you just enjoy the shit out of your life. Love you. Thank you for listening to the Self-Help Songwriter Podcast. I hope you found today's episode helpful and inspiring. Remember, you can always find more resources and information about my original music and my services, including custom songwriting and songwriting coaching at selfhelpsongwriter.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform or sharing it with a friend who might benefit from some inspiration and positive vibes. And don't forget to stay in touch. You can connect with me on social media or sign up for my newsletter on my website to receive updates about my latest music and offerings, special discounts, and more. Thank you so much again for tuning in. I appreciate every last one of you who listens. And please, I do mean it, really keep in touch. I really love to hear your opinion and I really appreciate it when you guys DM me with you know what your favorite takeaway was or when you share that on your stories and tag me. It really means so much to know that this is really resonating with you and giving to you what I want it to, what I'm trying to give you. So thank you for receiving that. Thank you for being a part of the self-help songwriter community. And if there's anything else that I can do to help support you in your songwriting or music loving journey, please don't hesitate to get in touch with me, whether it's through DM or email me selfhelpsongwriter at gmail.com. 
I love hearing from you. And until next time, just find some local independent music and support them. Listen to some great tunes and boogie down. And number one, whatever you do, enjoy your life. The power of music. We're learning how to use it now. Self-help songwriters. It's hard to be human, but songs can help you heal yourself. Self-help songwriters.